This episode is brought to you by Storyblocks, a video production company reimagining stock media. Hey, just a quick note before we dive in. Today, you're in for a treat. As I've been thinking about podcast growth and how to grow my podcast, I wanted to share an episode I released a few months ago with my friend Henry, who was able to get to 2 million podcast downloads. I talked with him about how exactly he was able to do this, and I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode. I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, my name is Lloyd and welcome to my podcast, Thoughts from a Content Creator, where I'm documenting my journey to becoming a full-time content creator. In today's episode, you'll learn how one creator started his podcast during the pandemic and has managed to go from zero downloads to 40,000 downloads per week. I hope you enjoy. A friend that I met online, we've been friends on Instagram and TikTok. Um, he needs no introduction. He has a podcast called The Positive Mindset Podcast. He's accumulated 1.6 million downloads since inception, and he gets an average of about 40,000 downloads per week. Please help me welcome Henry to the podcast. Henry, how are you? Good, good. I'm really excited to be here. I think that uh, we're going to talk about some good stuff, especially if you're interested in podcasting, because it's just the beginning for what's possible. I love that. Henry, when people ask you what your podcast is about, what do you say? So the easiest way to talk about it is, well, for one, it's the Positive Mindset Podcast. So the name basically explains what, what it is, right? If you're someone that's looking to uh, get out of a negative mindset or build your positive mindset, that's what's going to get you to tune in. But the uh, content of it has changed over time. And we'll we'll talk about all this, you know, because I think as someone that might be new to podcasting or thinking about doing it, it's going to be really important that we go through this story in the way that we're going to, because it's really daunting to start a podcast. And so, you know, it's just about making someone excited or getting them in a different frame of mind, lifting their perspective. I mean, it's just so much that we could talk about. So I'm excited about going into it, but yeah, positive mindset says it all. I love that. And you know, when when you've accumulated, I think, success in the way that you have, I think the question that comes to a lot of people's mind is, how the heck did you start? Like, when did you decide you wanted to start a podcast? Yeah. So, um, well, just for a hook, um, my podcast now just on ad revenue. So this is not including sponsorship, coaching, like all the stuff I do outside of it, but just on ad revenue, um, there's, there's two forms, but total is about three grand a month. Um, through the podcast. And, uh, you know, so just for the hook right there. So that way, you know, if you want to do something, it's possible. But I started my podcast. So this is going to be, you know, I think everyone's going to resonate with this. That's either thought about starting one or starting the past is actually started a YouTube channel about four or five years ago. And it was with a friend and it was, you know, I'm always been a positive guy. So it was like trying to you know, talk about positive things with money or positive things with friends or positive things, you know, so that was kind of the theme of it. And it was a YouTube channel and I was porting the audio over to Anchor and just forgetting about it. So I use anchor.fm if you're not familiar with that. And so that's what I started doing. And then I just completely forgot about it. So it was like random episodes I did four or five years ago and they just existed. And um, in 2020, 
I work in fitness. Uh, the company I was with Gold's Gym, they, they went through bankruptcy and I was a remote employee, you know, kind of like where I was stationed. And the company that bought them actually laid me off. And I was doing reflection on like, okay, well, what do I want to do next? And you know, kind of revamping my resume. The fitness industry was, you know, hit pretty hard. So, you know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to do something else. And one of my favorite things was coaching. Like I love doing one-on-ones with people. I loved, you know, planning their like vision for their goals, you know, their development plans, all that stuff. And I started thinking about the people that I coached and how their career was going a lot faster than mine. And I'm thinking like, why is that the case? And it's like, well, I've never had a coach. And so I started thinking about the situation I'm in. I got to make this change. I don't have a job, so I can't really spend money on a coach right now. I need to save my money because I don't know how long, you know, everything is going to be out for. It was just the beginning of the pandemic. And I said, okay, well, I will coach myself and put it on this podcast. And that's what I started doing. I didn't think anybody was going to listen to it at the time. You know, it would get maybe four or five downloads at a time. And so that was back in August of 2020. And I just committed to doing a podcast uh, at that time. I said, I'm going to do one every day. So I did an episode seven days a week and um, it slowly started changing. And I've left those episodes up there. They're terrible compared to my ones I have now. Um, but uh, it's the foundation that created, you know, something that is turning into something really big. Wow. I love that. I did not know that at all. And I think like you come across to me as someone that is very positive, very optimistic. You're very like cool. You're very level-headed. And, and even just hearing how you thought about that is just like, maybe you didn't feel like this at the time, but just so concise and, and to the point. When you think about maybe your first like three to six months starting out the podcast, what are some of the emotions you remember? And I'm only asking because sometimes it feels like when you're creating content, it's just you talking into a microphone or a camera and there's not really people and no one's listening. Yeah. You don't know who's resonating. So talk to me about your first three months. So I first want to tell you how I started like equipment wise, because that's a big one. I, I get this message a lot. I'm sure you do. Um, people wanting to get like nice equipment and things like that. And everything that I use now is still not the best, but I bought it through my earnings. But I bought a, um, I actually have it here. I remember the name of it, but it's basically, it's powder white. It was basically like one of those clips. Uh, I forget what you call them that you go, goes on your neck. Um, it's just one of those little mics. You can get them from Amazon for really cheap. So I bought that and I would go in my car and I hooked my, uh, to set the phone up in the phone holder and I hook it up and I would just drive to the grocery store and record my podcast while I was driving. And so I like, I knew I was going to drive somewhere every day. So I was like, okay, well, I'm alone. There's not kids. You know, I can kind of just think while I'm in the car and the sound wasn't very good and things like that, but that's what started it. And that, I think just deciding to do it was helpful. Um, a lot of times people wait till things are perfect. till you have the best mic, the best sound equipment, or, you know, like your topic. And then the fact that I said, I'm just never going to stop. And I've just never stopped. And there's so many times where when no one listens to something and you spend, you know, hours and hours and hours on it every single day, it's really easy to quit. And my commitment to it was never, this is going to make me a bunch of money. It was just, I'm never going to stop this because my belief was in the energy of what I was doing, uh, not necessarily the actual thing I was doing, because it was the one thing I loved the most about my job was helping people find, you know, their path. 
And we did that through, you know, perspective and really, you know, changing the point of view and then finding what they're good at and then giving them solid actions along the way. And I could do that all day. Like I never get tired of that. And so I was like, okay, well, if I love doing that, I'm just going to continue this podcast and I'm just going to do it. I'm never going to stop. Um, and it might change into things in the future. It may not always be the podcast as it is, but I'm never going to let that energy end to me. And so every day I'm going to do something towards it. And so that's why I've continued to do it to the podcast. Hey, thanks for listening. We'll be right back. I've been creating content now for a little over a year. During that time, I've learned a lot about the types of videos that perform well. One thing is for certain, you need to make your videos as engaging as possible, and I have a very easy and cost-efficient way to make that happen. I'd like to introduce you to my latest sponsor, Storyblocks. Storyblocks is a video production platform that reimagines stock media to support a rapid video creation with a truly unlimited model and easy to use tools that help you exceed your business goals by using video. There are really three big reasons why I think you should check out Storyblocks. With the exception of my video editor, Shane, none of us listening are professional video editors. Storyblocks provides thousands of professional pre-made motion graphics. There's also a large pool of stock videography to use. I mean, they literally have over 1 million videos for you to choose from. Now, my lawyer said I couldn't say their name, but I recently worked with and I got charged a million different fees, which is why I love that Storyblocks has transparent pricing. Because I need to use every dollar I have to grow my creator business. I think Storyblocks could help you level up as a creator, which is the reason I decided to partner with them. Make sure you go to storyblocks.com slash creator hub. That's S-T-O-R-Y-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash C-R-E-A-T-O-R-H-U-B. You can also find the link in the show notes. Hey, glad you're still with us. Let's get back into it. I love the perspective and outlook, just this idea that it's, it's um, almost like you're building a habit and routine. And there might be other benefits that come from this habit. But if you just say like, I'm going to do this one thing every single day, um, there, I, there's so many benefits to that. You know, like I, I love that perspective. Um, do you feel like, you know, since that time, just now seeing everything you've accomplished, like what do you feel like has really changed? Like what would you say is like, your, like why are you podcasting now? Like what would you say is like your goal? So my why has changed a lot, but I would say there's a few motivating factors and one of them is impact. So because of my topic, so everyone's not going to start a, a podcast that has to do with mindset and stuff like that. You know, you might love, you know, model trains or something, you know, like that. And you could start around that. But because of my subject, I mean, I get messages where people will tell me they've been listening for a couple months and they were suicidal and that that got them through a really tough time. And I know that's pretty deep and hard to hear, um, but like when you get that, it's like, I can't miss now. Like that's how valuable this gift I was given is. Um, but it's, you know, it can be the same for anything. When you are in your true element, you know, and it may, I'll use the middle, uh, the model trains as an example, because I, I like trains, but uh, you know, that if that's your element and like someone else can tune into it and they start like resonating and that like, Oh, this person's like me, you know, they have the same humor. They're into the same things. Like it makes this world that seems pretty isolated right now, you know, really connected and it bridges a lot of gaps. So I think that's probably the main one. And then um, beyond that, like it started expanding, like, okay, if I can help this person, how many more people can I help? 
it along the way, like how far can I push my capacity to connect with people and change their perspective? And it's led into other things like coaching and stuff like that, that, uh, you know, we can talk about as well. But um, yeah, that's the motivating factor is like the impact you have on people because life is pretty tough right now. A lot of people are struggling and something that you create, even if it's a podcast, could be the one thing that when that person tunes in, they're just like, oh, like I'm connected right here. I got 10 minutes. I can listen to this podcast or an hour and things are okay. Yeah, that's the, you're spot on. Um, and you know, sometimes it feels like we have these great ideas. Like, you know, there's times where I've maybe said like, I really think not only would I be good at this, but I think I could really make an impact doing this thing. But it's like, I just won't act on it. Like I'll, I'll be maybe afraid that like my family members, my friends, that they're, they're going to judge me. Or maybe like the idea that maybe they know me professionally and the idea that they might see me like trying to be like creative or doing something different. They're going to be like, you're a fraud. That's not real. You know what? I don't know, like specifically like what the fear is, but I do think like there's several times in my life where I've let the fear of what other people think limit me from starting new things. It sounds like when you started this podcast, you know, there was a lot going on. You had just been laid off. I mean, how did you avoid some of the distractions that come along when you're starting something new from limiting you? Okay. So that's a huge one. And uh, I definitely did the same thing. So when I first started my podcast, I didn't share it anywhere. I didn't share it on my Facebook. I didn't share it on social media. Um, because I was afraid of that. Um, you know, I go into some, some like exoteric stuff sometimes and it's like, okay, well, this person knows me from high school. And so they're going to think this about me. And it's like, but why do I care? And, but that strength in that came over time, you know, when you put out something and it gets 50,000 downloads, like in podcasting, that's pretty big, right? To, to people have listened to you that long. Um, it kind of auto corrects you in a sense of like, okay, like 50,000 people are saying, this is pretty good. Why am I worried about someone I haven't talked to? Or why am I worried about like, they, you know, your job, your job doesn't care. You know, they, you might have good people you work with and, and things like that. But you know, if something happened to you today, you'd be replaced tomorrow. And that's not a bad thing. It just, it, it is. And so, you know, there's, I think responsibility in finding, like, there's a reason you have a passion for something. And I don't know what that reason is, but I don't think it's something that should be ignored. And so when you get these ideas and stuff, I think it's indicators of like, hey, there's more out there. And um, so I, this exact topic I work with a lot of people on, actually. And changing your perspective is a really powerful thing that you can do because it can take you out of you. Like, that's the problem is like we're stuck in ourselves. When you talk to someone else and they were to tell you that, you're like, oh, do it anyway. You know, it's simple to see for them or for you and someone else. But you, um, when you want to change, things are going to try to stop you. And it's not because those things are bad. It's because, you know, like attracts like you've been in this energy for a long time. And so by you trying to move, that energy is just trying to pull you back in. It's not that it hates you. It's not that it thinks less of you. It's not that it's judging. It's just going to happen. You know, you hear about people going to do something and then their car breaks down. It's like, well, I was going to go to this job and then this happened, or I was going to start my own business and then my house caught on fire. It's like something devastating happens and like the timing is just so weird that happens right then. I just think that's how the universe happens. When you try to change your energy, it wants you to stay in that same realm, you know, with it. It's up to you if you want to push through it. Yeah, that's huge. And it's like, you know, 
there's times where we like push through some of those things and what we find on the other side is miraculous. It's bigger than what we could have even imagined. And so there's so much power in, in pushing through some of those moments. I want to take a step back and, and think about something. Here's just like a crazy thought. In podcasting, if you get, I think the stat is like 4,000 downloads per episode. I think that puts you in like the top 1%. It's like insane. And I like that is such a large number, like especially in podcasting. You've been able to amass 40,000 downloads in a week, maybe across multiple episodes. That is just like, does that like, like if you would like, what do you attribute that to? Like if you just had to pick like three things or three things that you feel like you've done that have helped you get to 40,000 downloads per, uh, um, per month. What would you say like those three things are? So, okay. So just to break down stats as they are right now, just so that the audience knows is um, I'm currently doing an episode five days a week. So Monday through Friday, and I'm averaging between six and 7,000 per episode. Um, I did do a little season where I was doing less. So I was doing like two, I was doing three sessions a week. And so the downloads per episode was higher. Um, so if I were to just do like one episode, it would probably be about 45,000 downloads or something for that one episode. It's just, you know, because the volume, you know, it lowers per episode. But so it's about 50,000 per week right now. The number one, and this is this is huge, is consistent, consistent timing on when you're going to do it. So my episode comes out on the same time every single time. It's not sporadic. It's right there. Because people count on it. And so when people are used to tuning into you at a certain time, if you're not there, they're going to get that fixed somewhere else. And it's hard to get that attention back. So that is huge. Um, the next one is spending time on your titles and your descriptions. Um, it took me a long time to understand the, the like importance of that. But that is huge. And then I think the third is like willingness to grow. Um, there's some things that when I initially started my podcast that I really love doing, but I had to decide, like, do I want to do what I really love doing or do I want to pursue my vision and mission? And when I have that conversation with myself, sometimes you have to let pieces of the podcast go or whatever it is that you really love, but they're not in alignment with your you know, vision or your mission or what you're doing. So those thing, three things are huge. That's incredible. I love that. And I'm going to steal and use all of those. <laughs> so I, I really appreciate that. Um, do you, do you, you spoke a bit about like monetizing your podcast. And I think that's something almost every podcaster dreams about. Walk me through like what that means and like how that works. So I use anchor.fm and, um, you know, I might be one of the biggest podcasts on Anchor, which is kind of, you know, funny that, uh, it turned out that way as it just was something I had used way back when, but Anchor will sponsor you from the get-go. They offer a, they call it an ambassador ad, and it's basically a promotion to Anchor. So you record it yourself. It'll sound something like, um, you know, if you want to be a podcaster, check out anchor.fm. It'll help you grow your show. You know, it's just a little spot for it. And um, they'll pay you, I think their CRM is about 10 to 12 cents per thousand. So when you get in your mind, that's not a lot, right? You have to get a thousand downloads to make 12 cents. Um, what Anchor also has now is ads similar to um, YouTube. So, you know, when you watch YouTube and then like a real ad pops up, you know, for Chevy or for, so now you can in import those into Anchor. Um, it's still in beta. So I'm one of the beta testers for it. I'm sure it's coming out soon. You know, I don't know when it comes out fully, if they'll lose the ambassador piece or if they're going to keep both or how that'll go. 
But, um, you know, the ambassador house initially started making money. And then um, I started with the um, additional ads, you know, those started about six months ago, you know, getting those. So that really helped because you went from just having one ad in an episode to as many as you like, you know, or at least as many as you could fit. That makes sense. Um, there's also another uh, website called, uh, I think it's a- Advertise Cast. I don't know if you've heard of that. Uh, Advertise Cast. So they, you put your information on your podcast, like how many downloads you get, the, the theme and how many episodes you release and stuff like that. And they will find sponsors. Um, those are host read ads usually. So, you know, you might get one for Domino's Pizza. And so you might say to your audience, you know, hey, if you're hungry, Domino's Pizza is the place to go. If you use this discount, you know, you'll get this. And that one's okay. You know, I've gotten a few sponsorships through that. Um, I think uh, Podcorn is another one that I've used some. Um, so Podcorn is one where you like bid on ads that are available. But, you know, it's just one of those things where you have to build up your volume first before you're going to make any money. If you're trying to do it through ads, uh, you know, that would be the last way I would probably say someone should try to make money in podcasting right now, um, just because there's other ways which we can talk about that uh, you can monetize quicker um, and have a little bit more control over. You know, so if you build a business over stuff you have control over, it's better. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. Um, some people, I think, like the number one question I get oftentimes is just like, how much money can you make from podcasting? I think people want to know, is this something I could make a side hustle? Can this eventually become a career? So on and so forth. Um, when you think about like, th- let's just say like your best performing month, if you actually just give me a range of like your earnings, what would you say those are? About five. If I just podcasting, like just like it, it could solely be connected to the podcast, um, the best month was probably last month, and it was about fifty five hundred. That's insane. That's wow. That's that's amazing. Uh, kudos to you, man, and congrats. And and the bulk majority of that is like all like let's just say like um, you know being able to do like the anchor host red ads. Then some of it is like dynamic or programmatic ads inside the podcast from anchor and then maybe like sponsors maybe all like would you say like am i maybe missing like another stream potentially those are the main ones you know um that i've that i've used um the other one is coaching so i do a lot of coaching and so that one's a little bit hard to you know say what really comes from the podcast because i do get some people directly from the podcast and i get referrals and you know so it's like you know what number do i cap that as counting it uh, but that's probably the other huge one. Um, a good one I'm starting to get into also is, you know, I, I don't know what you'd call it, but like a sponsorship. So like if someone wants to sponsor your show or things like that, um, I just recently started to get into that, but I really want to provide value. I hate just doing something like asking for money for something. Um, so, you know, that's kind of the question, you know, how do I provide solid value for, for, for that? But yeah, the main is ads, I would say, where you can directly say it's from the podcast. Got it. And because you have um, a large number of listeners, you're never having to like cold email people per se or reach out to advertise cast. You're just going to like these platforms, entering your stats and being paired with people that want to advertise on your platform. Exactly. Yeah. So it's probably better to do what you said. Um, honestly, you know, to find a brand or something that aligns with your audience, you know, because you know who your audience is, their age, their you know, gender, like all of those things. And, you know, go to one of them and say, hey, you know, I get these people, you know, would you like to, you know, sponsor X amount of episodes for this price? I think that's where you're going to get more of a premium. 
Um, I just haven't taken a lot of time to do that, unfortunately. No, that makes um, a lot of sense. Henry, you said something um, interesting at the start of this podcast, and it's so clear that like your big focus is like making a positive impact on people's lives. Um, to date, I think your podcast has accumulated 1.6 million downloads all in. What does that mean to you? So, so even better, uh, just crossed 2 million or I'm, I'm right there. It should cross 2 million. Like by the time this goes live, I should cross 2 million, uh, which is amazing. It's, it's hard to believe, right? You know, it's just like, okay, I think I'm just a person and you know, you're just a person and I just listen to my heart and I reflect on my experiences and then I put something out there and that 2 million people have listened to, especially in podcasting where it's hard to get attention um, is, is, is crazy. Like it, it doesn't feel real. It, it honestly doesn't. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, Henry, if there's someone out there that says, you know what, I want to be just like him, I want to at some point get to 2 million podcast downloads, but maybe they're afraid to start their podcast right now. What would you say to them? I would say that um, time is going to happen, right? We're, we're going, we're always moving through time. And in 10 years, I would love to have a conversation with you and talk about how you started 10 years ago. And you're way past the 2 million mark at this point. But if you don't start today, we can never have that conversation. So do something that the 10 year from now you is going to be proud of. I love that. Henry, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Your story is so inspiring and the work you've been able to do is just incredible. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I'm glad to have gotten to talk to you. And uh, like you said, just do it now. Like create that awesome podcasts, be the change you want to see and don't stop. Hey, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Please don't forget to share this episode with another podcaster. Lastly, don't forget to check out the show notes where you can subscribe for my newsletter where I give podcast tips and microphone giveaways. Enjoy the rest of your day and I hope you have an awesome week. Peace.